No, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some fucking Last of Us shit. We're gonna talk about fucking bug stuff. We're gonna talk about. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We could talk about what's like you know to live being gluten intolerant in Paris. I don't know. Fucking shit like that. <laughs> Some like groundbreaking journalism here. This is groundbreaking journalism, and that's only what happens on the World Up podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm here with someone who you might know. <laughs> You're here with someone. That's all that matters. Yeah, it's I'm just... here with someone. I'm not even going to give you an introduction. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't get an introduction. No introductions. Like, if you know, Bro, you know. I wore my cool dinosaur shirt for this, and I don't even get an introduction. Fucking no, it's gonna be like those this. fucking rap songs where it's like, it's your boy, like you know who it is, and I was like, I don't know who the fuck it is. Jason Derulo. <laughs> so, do you want to tell people who you are, or do we remain a mystery? <laughs> Dude, I don't even know what I'm doing with my life. Let's start. There. <laughs> cool. All right. So, no, existential no. crisis. No, that's the chat. That's what we're doing today. So, how do you no. deal? <laughs> Okay, I'll introduce myself, I guess. Um, my name is Sammy, also known by like 10 people on the internet as Coco, because, you know, I'm rocking 10 viewers. Um, hey. No, I'm joking. Do you, <laughs> no, do, you I how, do you know how hard it is to get 10 friends in one place at one time? Okay. No, I know. No, there's more, there's more people than that. I'm just being a silly goose. Um, yeah, okay, so let's see. Where should I start? Right, so uh, we'll start with the internet shit. Uh, uh, I stream on Twitch mm-hmm. on and off. Um, I disappear for like a few months at a time, but you know, your boy always comes back. Uh, I play, I play a lot of Final Fantasy XIV currently, a big fan of Back for Blood slash Left 4 Dead 2, OG Halo fan, love story-based games, The Last of Us, etc. And a lot of the time Armando joins and we get pissed drunk and fuck around and find out in a lot of scary, scary games. So yeah, there's that. And then I also work in fashion, um, which that's just, you know, the freelance life. So I'm bopping around doing odd jobs left and right and loving every minute of it and just live, laugh, love, you know. You're just a Swiss Army knife of creativity here. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't get to be creative in my current jobs, but maybe one day we're going to work up to it. Mm. It's all about investing, you know, got to link and build. Okay. Is this going to turn into one of those like tech bro podcasts where it's just like, listen, if you save a dollar every day, you got to just send out your CV and, you know, stop yeah. buying your fucking lattes and your avocado toast and you can make your dreams come true. Like if you're 25 years old and you don't own a Lambo, like what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like just go find a bridge and like fucking jump. Like already own like six different types of crypto coins. Like what are you doing? Yeah, I actually also sell NFTs for all my mobile games. Oh, oh no. my god. <laughs> okay, I'm tired. <laughs> no, but that's actually how our friendship starts, because you started making fun of me because of mobile games. Was it really because of that? I thought it Honestly, was because we just got like mutually crunk at friends' houses, and we saw the too. debauchery happening, and I was kind of like, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> That too, I think. Does anybody think... have a snack? And then you're like, I got snacks. And I was like, sick, let's eat this prosciutto. Let's eat this raw meat out of the fridge at this person's house. And then after, I think when we got sober, you were like, so what do you do? I'm like, well, I'm playing this mobile game. And then that's when it started. Where you were like, hey, go fuck yourself real quick. I was like, thanks. Thank you. Well, you called yourself a gamer. And then the first thing you listed was like, I don't know, it was like Candy Crush or some stupid shit. And I was like, 
Oh. I am no. not. <laughs> I am not a fucking Facebook mom being like, yeah, I'm at level like 50,900 mm-hmm. Candy Crush. Like they actually have to build more levels for me because I'm that good. Yeah, I'm actually on a competitive team for Farmville. Um, <laughs> and nobody cuts some crops like me, babe. <coughs> Clean oh my the God. fuck up. <laughs> I mean, Farmville is just World of Warcraft 3 for boomers. That's what I think that is. <laughs> I, I just I couldn't get into WoW, so I can't really compare it. But I feel like... If you know the game, what is it, like Farming Simulator, and compare it to Farmville, I mean, it just blows them out of the water. That's some real hardcore <laughs> shit. And they do have esports for Farming Simulator. You better watch the Shut out. up, they don't have esports. Yeah, they do. When I was at Paris Games Week, they were doing, like, a little showcase, and I think it's, like, speedrun builds of, like, Shut making up, like, a profit. What, anyway. like, so basically, like, having a tractor run on NOS. What? <laughs> Like having like a tractor from like if a tractor made an appearance in like the Fast and the Furious franchise, it would be the speed game build for it. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be a really good podcast. We're really tackling important points. So if I guess for anyone who's listening, how would someone get into what you just said? The the game expo in terms of seeing game competitions such as farm simulator and farming simulator yeah because that's that's where the big money is it's not league of legends it's not call of duty it's not it's not csgo it's the fucking tractor simulators yeah so actually that like you know worlds for league of legends and also you know various games like dota etc stuff like that with like million dollar prize pools, those are actually that's a small fish, okay? <laughs> I'm talking that's pocket change. I'm that's talking <laughs> like trillions in farming sim, okay? Like the 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 profit is just it's exponential growth all the time. But basically, anyway, no. basically, if you win at one of the farming simulator competitions you have more money than some small nations out there and that's you know that's that's the truth wake up sheeple like that's where the money is you could buy an island (laughs) and start your own country if you really wanted to well i don't know what i'm talking about please never quote any of that (laughs) no we are quoting definitely not all of that we're gonna tell we're gonna tag ign we're gonna tag GameSpot. we're gonna get all the investigative game journalists are gonna say nine out of ten for the farming simulator (laughs) nine out of ten has a little bit of something for everyone it's and i've applied to ign to work there and for whatever reason like and I, i have multiple friends that have applied to work there and like shit just doesn't get sent or like noticed or read at all and i'm like i think they're gatekeeping so they can like make sure they keep certain journalists to only just keep doing the nine out of ten so if anybody has any sort of critique they're not allowed they cannot be hired is it because you didn't put on your cv like hey this is a nine out of ten cv i'm not perfect but hey as an employee there's a little bit of something for everyone well, we all critiqued games, and my friend applied, like, strictly for, like, film and anime, like, because he doesn't play games. And he was like, yeah, I just, they they never opened any of my emails, like, the, and all the things that Kate went through, like, never response back, even on LinkedIn. I don't know. I've gotten jobs everywhere else but here. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Interesting. If any of the listeners have experience working a game review job, 
Uh, please send an email to oiledupodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Uh, if they do we want all the iTunes. tea. We want to know everything that goes on at IGN. Everything. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, like, yeah, I only started paying attention more to IGN and all that shit because of you. You were oh, the really? one. Yeah, because, like, before I didn't really <laughs> give a shit. But now because, like, you're, like, the gamer in my life and, like, introduced me to, like, The Last of Us and all these story games. Wait, now, I introduced you to The Last of Us? Yeah, because I saw it and never, like, story games never did it for me. I don't know. I was, I'm a Fallout guy. I like my RPGs. But I never actually played a game that is developed in a way that it feels like it's cinema almost. Okay. That uh-huh. was when you were like, you should definitely play like The Last of Us and let me know how that goes. And now, all I keep talking about to you in the recent twenty four hours is clicker pussy, Clussy. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, <clears throat> I don't know what that sound was. Anyway, yikes. Well, I mean, yeah. Great fucking series. We're just really hopping around ADHD. This is the ADHD. This episode. is it. This is this is this is we forgot to take our our ADHD meds, and now we're just having a little a little. I haven't taken those in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Last of Us, I think, is honestly, it is become one of my favorite games. I think you know the show which we wanted to talk about is a great show for many mm-hmm. different reasons. I also, I don't know, did you notice that this is, like, the first show in a long time that, like, everyone collectively has been watching? Oh, yeah, for sure. I, think I it's miss also, that. Yeah, I miss that, too, especially with, like, movies, though, because remember when everyone would be like, oh, you have to go to the movie theater this weekend. Mm. I saw, like, da-da-da, it was so fucking good. And then now, like, all these movies come out, and I'm like, what even is this? I can't keep up. I can't, I like, can't. fucking, I can't with Marvel anymore. I can't do it with... Uh, all the streaming platforms, I, I just can't. I fucking can't. But Last of Us, if anyone out there has not watched it, definitely go watch it. Probably hit pause on the podcast because we're probably going to spoil shit. But oh, we're, shit whole, we're definitely going to spoil shit. We're going to spoil all that trauma. I think, if anything, if you're a gamer, you should play the game first. Yes. 100%. And then you can compare it and see like what they've changed and everything. Um. But if you're not a gamer, just watch the show. It's pretty fantastic. I would say it's maybe my not maybe not my top ten of all time, but I would say like it's like twelfth. I don't uh, know. Uh, maybe it's top ten. Maybe I would say top ten. It's really good. Yeah. I like miss being excited every week to watch a show. Mm-hmm. That is fun, especially when you like every week chat with your friends. You're like, yo, what's gonna happen next? Or or like little can... hidden Easter eggs and shit like that, which there are a ton of in this series, mm. which is great. So, yeah. Should we probably explain, because I think I know my listeners. Uh, I don't think all of them are gamers or probably have played the game Last of Us, but it is a very, I would say, in terms of last things I've played, I would say it's a very inclusive one in terms of like flushed out characters and not just trying to put like the diversity token in there. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that pissed off all the guy gamers because that's still going on. I still see that shit on TikTok, people getting upset over Abby and just nonsensical shit. Dude, they're just upset that Abby is hot. And yeah. And everyone's thirsting after her and they're getting no heat. And that's just how it is because Abby's fucking hot. <laughs> yeah, no, Abby. And I, I, she's <laughs> also based as hell. I mean, that, I don't want to drop any spoilers for the second game. So I'll leave it at that. But that is, yeah. a, that is a hot take. 
Um, but we yeah. do we do be crushing on Abby, that's for sure. I would love her to just lift me up and toss me anywhere she wants, like up off a cliff. It's fine too. I'd be down. I mean, the consensus here for for the oil the podcast is we all want to get choked out by Abby. Yeah, just like endearingly, you know, just like a little bit of like a, a love, a love grasp. A lo- yeah, just you know, don't don't crush my windpipe, but seal my airwaves for a little bit. Um, sure. <laughs> okay. But we can't we can't talk about the Last of Us without talking about the incredible thirst we all have for a certain P point P. Oh. 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 Daddy? Wait, Sorry, going... what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> going back really quickly, though, because we did, we're, we're going to be so ADHD for this. Yeah. Um, yeah, Last of Us is great. I 100% recommend it. There is a lot of great um, little details in the show as well, and there is a podcast that goes along with every episode, and that'll mm-hmm. point out those details and also how they made certain things happen in each episode and like what they changed from the game and like what they actually took from various actors or you know writers or even like some of the stunt people they do crazy fucking shit in that Mm. um so yeah that's that's just a little quick side note there is some like interesting discussion and like controversy on some of the topics but i feel like it's good to discuss it brings up things that we should discuss you know 100 percent. i mean but I don't want to spoil it too much. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it either too much. So if you want to play the game with someone, if you're thinking if you're there with a partner or a friend, like, oh, it's going to be boring. No, it's wildly entertaining. It's very, yeah. Like, if you're a backseat gamer, get this game. Uh, we're not being paid by Naughty Dog to say this, so this is not a sponsored pitch. I mean, definitely. they could if they wanted to. They could, I will, yeah. I will replay part one on PC when I, you know. So if, if Naughty Dog, Neil, what's up? Um, I'm here when you're ready. <laughs> well, you also had a cameo in The Last of Us uh, in one of the earlier episodes. Oh, which me? Really wild. Yeah, I was really excited. You, <laughs> you know. fucker. I mean, it, it's very quick, but it's incredibly memorable. I mean, I was watching it with my partner, and like as soon as we started, we're like, Oh my god, it's Kokodama! Holy shit! Uh, yeah, so I don't know what the prep was for that role, what you did. Uh, it looked like it came very natural to you to just be, you know, your frog self and no. piano oh, that's what you meant <laughs> i thought you were talking about something else no in like, the first episode <laughs> but that's a huge spoiler so i don't want to say it but i thought you were poking fun at my intolerance no. and i was like that's that's nice that's okay though yeah since you realize like i came onto his podcast you can say whatever the fuck i'm gonna get want. absolutely obliterated <laughs> that's okay live laugh love right exactly exactly <laughs> But yeah, great cameo. You were in the credits. It was wonderful. It said yeah. frog, said piano frog starring Kokodama. It was great. Yeah, no, it was, it was, <laughs> I had to, I actually had to learn how to play piano for that role. Mm. Um, and it was, it's not an instrument I'm, you know, familiar with, mm. um, but I, it took a lot and we did like 37 takes because I just, I kept hitting the wrong wow. note. So wow. it was hard. It was it was rough, but and we I'm did sure, it. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Also, being next to like Pedro Pascal, you know, I was that, so I'm, nervous. Oh my god, I can imagine. Do you want to talk about that on set? What kind of tension <laughs> there was between you and the other cast? Um, there was no tension. It was more so just me being a nuisance. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
me staring at him in the corner, you know, losing my religion, and it was just everything. I mean, I learned a lot. <laughs> it looks like it looks like it because your performance very natural, very flawless. I wouldn't have guessed thirty-seven takes. I mean, I don't know how many hours of makeup you went in. It was a lot. Kind of, I mean, yeah. to put on that frog suit, right, yeah. and actually, yeah. you know, paint my entire body green. <laughs> And then also, like, having to do the prosthetics, right? Of, like, making it look like I'm croaking like a frog. It was just, it was crazy. And then Mm. also shrinking me down to size. Um, That was... You know, I was. It was a nice homage to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and I also. Felt... I think like also the forced <laughs> so perspective stupid. that happened in fucking Lord of the Rings. No, 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 it was really cool. And I think they had the same makeup artist that did the Grinch makeup for Jim Carrey. So like, did you do the same kind of CIA training to get all dewy and like you know damp to really fit into the environment they have created in the universe of The Last of Us? <laughs> yeah, actually, the makeup artist gave a great tip, and it was to look, if you want to look, like, you know, wet, just, like, cover yourself in a ton of water. <laughs> That's it. That's the secret. You know, sometimes it's the most simple things that give the best results. You know, don't overcomplicate yeah. things. You know, no, it's, look it's at your craft. Oh, yeah. natural. You know what I'm saying? So definitely watch Last of Us to see Coco Dama's uh, appearance. And, this is totally like all bullshit. It's just a fucking. No, this is one hundred percent true. It's a like, two we second <laughs> clip of a frog, <laughs> and I'm like, the- hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> we have talked more about the frog cameo than we are going to talk about the famous episode three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 100%. So for all the for all the listeners out there, maybe. I think people know of episode three. I oh, we're, think, oh like, we're going full into episode three. Are we well, going to talk mean, about like, want... all perspectives on it? Because I feel like I... that would be important, but I don't know. It's up to you. We can. I think – because once again, I don't want to spoil it too much because it's a very beautiful episode to oh, just watch. We're going to completely spoil it if we discuss it, though. Okay. That's the thing. Like it's hard to discuss that episode without spoiling it because there's so many intricate, beautiful moments and details and if we okay, just kind so, of like skip over it, I don't think we'll be doing the conversation no. justice. You know what I mean? So let's just put it up here. If you don't want to get spoiled, shut the podcast. Go listen to the other episodes or go yeah. watch Kokodama on Twitch. They see oh, I can plug. Okay. See, that's 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 fucking that's fucking marketing. Um, so anyways. Okay. <laughs> episode Tress. Right. Where we okay. where we all cried because I wasn't ready. I was not ready for that episode. No. The, the way that they changed it from the game, I, I loved. I, I enjoyed having actual moments with mm-hmm. uh, Frank this time mm-hmm. around. I also, my favorite scene of all of that was the strawberry moment. Oh my god, yes. So but I think, I, I think what was really great about this, well, there, look, there's so many things to talk about in this episode. Mm-hmm. Apart from like actually seeing a flushed out characters in a real story mm-hmm. that also is like you know queer representation having this couple i do like the little nudge to like poking fun at survivalists being Wh- like which part well because like bill is bill's character for mm-hmm. those uh who are still listening now bill is like the ultra survivalist got a bunker you know all ready to go like walls of fucking guns self-sufficient fencing off the whole fucking what a, is it a neighborhood or is, is it did he fence off the whole town? Mm, it was just like a little suburb area. Like I think it was just like a few streets in the neighborhood. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I cool. I really love how like I f- I felt they did a little cheeky rug pull on all the people like the especially like mostly like the straight hetero guys. Those fuckers the, were watching the Doomsday like, Preppers and the shit. The Doomsday Preppers being like, that would totally be me. You know, like, I'd come out with the gas mask, my gun, I'd be ready to roll. I'd, like, check out my surroundings. And then all of a sudden it switched into the most romantic piece of television mm-hmm. that all of us have seen in a very long time mm-hmm. with Frank. Yeah, so you have this, these two guys, they meet each other. They fall in love, right? And it's just this beautiful story of just survival, but also like living in your own bubble from all of this chaos and like hatred and anger and death, you know. Um, And then unfortunately, one of them gets sick. The other one takes care, you know, or like Bill takes care of Frank when he gets sick Mm -hmm. and then they get older. It's hard for them to kind of care for themselves. And then they both decide to end their lives together, which... Mm -hmm. I, from my perspective, especially being, like, much younger, that it, it seems like a really beautiful story. And also in the circumstance of, like, this is a apocalyptic world where nobody wins, you know, mm-hmm. and they get to finally win and choose how they go, I found was quite powerful. But then from the perspective of my friend, which I find very important to bring up, is that, you know, this is also a kind of recycled story mm-hmm. when it's a lot of regurgitation of a lot of the stories that happened during you know the, the AIDS crisis mm-hmm. where a lot of couples queer couples it would just always end in death and for once you know I think the aspect of representation is great but it also needs to be mindful of what's mm-hmm. happened previously and I think like for a modern audience like of our generation it's easy for us to see that but as an older generation to come into the show it's much more difficult to Mm. stomach those kinds of stories so i understand both perspectives and i think like it's important to discuss both you know Mm -hmm. to have that celebration of like queer love and triumph but also acknowledge that like the story could have had a little bit more work put into how it was written you know what i mean yeah no, I agree with you, and also, yeah, no, it's, it's, I feel like it's such a tightrope to walk, but also keeping in mind that this is the apocalypse, and especially if you've played the game, and we keep saying this, like we said up top, play the game, this is not an apocalypse anyone wins in, this is not a story yeah. that there is a winner or there is a happy ending for fucking anyone without giving any spoilers, but like, yeah. no one comes out of this story fresh even if they are alive and they live on for years after it's not good it's mm-hmm. not like it's not something to pat them on the back for basically so i think having it's tough cuz how do you take these two very beautiful characters they're the ones for me i know this might be a hot take but they're the ones for me who kind of had their own terms and got yeah. control of a very uncontrollable environment and timeline from my to, perspective to do that they really did win. And I think yeah. I, what I loved about the episode as well is you can tell that that's, um, you know, I keep confusing them. Uh, Bill, sorry, has never really been able to explore his sexuality and mm-hmm. the fact that he can in an environment that is, like, safe and on his terms and he's not getting judged by society or maybe, like, you know, his parents. We don't know mm-hmm. the background with that. Uh, but we do know that, like, he lived with, you know, with his mom for years 
it was nice for him to kind of have that and yeah even though there's yeah like i said earlier there's so much chaos and hate and anger going on and death they got to have you know that tender moment of like growing strawberries and them just tasting so fucking delicious and like crying over how good it tastes you know what i mean such like a treasured beautiful tender moment that i loved i think what something that not a lot of people clicked on to not to bring into you know clickers or anything but um (laughs) the uh the timeline because the whole thing last of us kicks off in 2003 right in, you mean the show, right? Yeah. The show, yeah. The show, like, in terms of, like, when shit hits the fan with the infection, it's 2003. Yes. Because uh, it was only made legal for gay marriage, I think, in 2004. Yes. So them getting married in the show... Depending if it was on the two- state. Depending on the state, yeah. But yeah. that still was, like, a monumental thing for them, once again, coming back to, like, living on your own terms. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think that was a little kind of, like... That was, yeah, another beautiful moment. Yeah, with the strawberries, the dinner. Uh, I do love the little couple bickering and a- uh, arguments between them, which was fucking hilarious about the government being Nazis. Oh, I was about to say, like, yeah, that, that <laughs> scene was so funny. Every time I've, like, watched that with people or, like, my partner or something, we all just, like, burst out laughing so hard. It's so good. <laughs> it, it's great. And also, I think, Bill, like you said, not being comfortable and finally having that space it's so representative of being the doomsday prepper of just constantly living in fear of when shit is going to hit the fan and Mm. then finally being able to to like calm down to a point i mean there is the whole raider scene where there's a fucking shootout and he's just on the front in the fucking middle of the street doing his thing and Mm. frank has to go get him but um yeah no top definitely a top episode and of course it could have been better but you know it's it's tricky it's tricky I think for what they, with the material they had and, you know, what Mm -hmm. they were working on, I think it was really well done. And I hope to see more queer media like that because I also find it so important that it's just like, it literally was just two people in love. You know what I mean? And maybe because I'm like in an industry where there's like entertainment and it's like va va voom loud all the time, you know, it was nice to just see something that was like quaint. And so yeah. just like just tender, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't an episode that was like crazy drama, and you know it was just like a bunch of just lovely moments and just real moments that I loved. It wasn't like a filler roller. No, it wasn't a filler episode. Despite that, we didn't see Daddy running around with uh, with Ellie. Uh, we <laughs> had this moment where I think also that they didn't play the stereotypes of what you know gay men should be in a couple or what we've like society thinks. 100%. They're like, especially also, for like 2003 yeah. media in comparison. Oh yeah, like comparing that time. Yeah, I mean it was just like really problematic caricatures, and that's not at all what should be portrayed in the media. Because mm. like, what well, was it? 2003 was the time where like if men washed or like just like clipped their nails, they were called metrosexual. Oh yeah, there's so like even I remember growing up, like people would say stuff all the time, and it was super fucked up. And like mm. me, I even didn't even feel comfortable like expressing any of my like bi slash pansexuality because it was just Mm -hmm. like oh what you have a crush on me or like then like all this like homophobic shit and i was just like damn like i wish there was more media like this so i could have felt comfortable being myself you know growing up and like exploring that side of who i am just like as a personal you know no i agree with you 
I agree with you. And I think also having this show as like a good benchmark also to not have these two characters be kind of used as like a banner of like, look, mm-hmm. we're inclusive. Like, see where it's just naturally happened. Like I wasn't thinking during the episode of like, oh, what's their sexuality? It was just like, oh my God, yeah. this is just so fucking beautiful seeing two people in love. Yeah. And like doing, and you don't you know, get that at all and and really in this series you know so in the games and so it is a drastic change if you haven't played the game this is not how the story goes between bill and frank it's it's bleaker i find in the game from when you find it depends on if you show him the note or not ah yeah yeah that's true because I mean, we I guess, kind of spoiled the episode. I don't know if I should spoil that part of the game. But. I mean, for context, I guess, go for it. Um, so basically, instead of, you know, getting sick with a terminal illness, um, Frank gets bit and mm. chooses to take his own life and leaves a note. But the note that he writes to Bill is, like, incredibly hostile and angry and it's not filled with love it's a lot of um regret and um fuck what's the word i'm thinking of like resentment Mm. and you have the option to show bill the note or not and it's it's heartbreaking if you do chose like choose to show it to him you know what i mean which don't (laughs) (laughs) poor guy plus i mean isn't there, I, what I remember from my playthrough was when you do find Frank. Yeah. That, which is also very harrowing. I won't get into it, but it's not like the show. It's very... It's uh, very dark. It's very dark. And also, just it just once again plays into the whole universe of The Last of Us. It's not uh, happy-go-lucky time. It's not... Uh, no, like, I mean, I'm, this... Sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, like, in terms of, like, how even the show continues to progress. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm curious now for the next... Because we've played the game. We know what the fuck is going to happen. But uh, I'm curious to know how bleak it's going to get and how emotional viewers are going to get with what's on the horizon in the story. <clears throat> yeah, I mean... Part two is gonna be fucking nuts, <laughs> and, and I don't think I don't think we should talk about part two because I feel like if you're yeah I think we should still cut hanging it there. out with this episode yeah that means you at least saw the um like the show if you're at this point or you played the game so you know what happens so if you haven't gotten to part two yet we're not gonna discuss it we're not gonna say a it's, it's balls to the walls it's balls to the walls we're all thirsty for Abby um, yeah. Yeah, uh, what what else was there that was in the show? Well, I mean, come on. Okay, now we have to talk about Pedro Pascal, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I, think it was, I think he was a great cast for it. I know there's oh, some he's people excellent. On the I think some people on the internet were like, no, I don't think so. It's like, no. I I think he's... I Well, also, I mean, he does play, like, Space Daddy in Mandalorian with uh, little baby Grogu. So he, he fits the bill. Hmm. I mean, I haven't seen his other roles aside from Narcos, and then I did see Kingsman, like, years ago. I mm. forget which one it is. Uh, I think it's the second, like, Agent Whiskey. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's like one of those movies where you watch and you're like, oh, well, that was funny. <laughs> and then you kind of, like, forget about it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's that's what Kingsman was to me. But he's great in it. 
Um, but yeah, I think he did an excellent Joel, and I think Joel, I mean, he's not the most difficult character to act, but I think there's little mannerisms that he did nail. Mm-hmm. And also, I think he brought an extra bit of like love and light to Joel that yeah. you don't really get to experience in the game because you're always playing as him, you know what I mean? So yeah. we did get to see a bit more of Joel, which was nice. And I also liked seeing him before all the shit happens as well. So in the first episode is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember that opening of the fucking game. It mm-hmm. follows the game, and you're just fucking blindsided by this shit. And you're already yeah. in your feels. You're already there. Like, they, they, they don't hesitate. It goes fucking so much it. faster, yeah. Exactly. But, but yeah, no, uh, Pedro Pascal, we're definitely fans of him. Uh, what was the thing I told you, which was the most accurate shit? It stays in my mind, like, I think about it once a day now, <laughs> that Henry Cavill is written for straight women and Pedro Pascal is written for queer women. Wait, what? Because <laughs> people have been comparing, being like, you know, who, which, who are we thirsting over on the internet? And there was a moment everyone was thirsting over Henry Cavill, being like, oh, he's a gamer. You know, him, like, you know, I think he was wearing his little, like, cut-off sleeve Under Armour shirt, like, building a PC Is he tower. a gamer? He is a gamer. Apparently, he plays a lot of World of Warcraft. <laughs> like, that's, like, okay. a fucking thing. Like, there's a story of him, I think, on Graham Norton where he got the call for Superman and he ignored it because he was in the middle of a raid. He was like, I was busy. I respect it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not a WoW song... player, but I respect it. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'm busy. Like, I'm gonna, they're going to call me back. So... Now it's moved to Pedro, who's, like, occupied all the thirst traps on TikTok. And someone really pointed it out, because with his stylist and the way that he is, a lot of people are just like, yeah, well, Henry Cavill is for the straight girlies, and Pedro Pascal is for the queer women, because it's, yeah. It's if, if the creative director of Gucci, um, the one that just left, Alessandro, if mm. he was still there, they would have scooped up Sir little Pedro Pascal right away and made him the star of everything for how quirky <laughs> and funny he is. He would have been a Gucci boy for sure. Oh, 100%. yeah, he would have been a Gucci boy. He would have definitely done, yeah. Yeah, no, he's great. I love him, and I just I think his, his just interviews are what people love about him. You know what I mean? He's just oh, like he's a so funny. silly dude hanging out, being cute. <laughs> Being super cute, being just unhinged sometimes, just fucking rambling. I love his hot ones. The sign uh, off. Yeah, the sign off. And he's like, I have like this gap in like the back of my mouth by my molar, and it's just on. F-. And then he's like, So, what, like, what's going on? Like, you know, plug your TV show or like a project, or maybe like you want to like shout out a friend. No, he's talking about like the spicy chicken or whatever that's in the back that, of his molar. And that he's going to go to the Met, the Whitney Museum if he doesn't have diarrhea from all the fucking. Oh, hot yes. Socks. Yeah, I mean, he's just, he's real about it, and I respect it, you know? Yeah, we, re- we respect, we love Pedro in this house. We're going to we get, do. that's, that's, we that's the, we need to get a flag with all his face, with just his faces on it. <laughs> that's okay. what I need. That's what I'm going to get. I, know, I'm, I know what I'm getting you for your next birthday. I'm down. <laughs> I'm, I'm down with it. I'm usually not big on gifts, but like, I, I'll accept it. I'll allow it. <laughs> Oh my god, I would just want to run into him I would just throw my camera at him Like, just please, just make a video <laughs> Just say something 
and send it to you. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, you would just, like, run into his arms. I was like, yeah. That, too. I mean, like, I would, I would, like, if you told me saying, like, oh, I would love a video from Pedro, and I saw Pedro, I would literally have that moment and be like, hey, yo, fuck Coco. It's my time to shine. Are Pedro, okay? yeah, I'd be like, oh, daddy, like, give me your, tr- <laughs> give me your fucking 12-shot espresso you order from Starbucks that's basically rocket fuel. <laughs> I can't believe he drinks that. I mean, I get it. I get it. I mean, my, f- my friend that I work with, when we're working during Fashion Tweak, I mean, she's rocking espressos all day, and I think that's the only person, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I, I exactly won't shout her out, about. but we love her. Hey girl. Um, but I think she may be the only person that could compete at that level of caffeine. Mm. But that's mm. that's insane. That's so much. Fucking. I mean, and yeah. Starbucks espressos. I mean, I've only had them once, but it tasted like pure acid. It, yeah, no, that stuff like you can pour it into a car, and the car you can like turn the key, and the engine will click on, like it, it, without a doubt. There you go. I mean. Just got to raid a bunch of Starbucks if the apocalypse fucking comes and you're good to go. Like, you know, no need to <laughs> siphon anything. I do, oh man, but I do want Last of Us 3, but I, we can't talk about it without spoiling Last of Us 2. Um, oh, yeah. Apart from, like, gamer stuff, I think the other game, like, this is really the gamer episode. We is were it? both. Okay. Ex- yeah, yeah, it is the gamer episode. Oh, okay. I thought we were talking about fashion. Both. We're talking about fashion. We'll get to we'll get to that. We'll Bro, get to I'm apocalypse. Just, I'm just fashion. hanging out. I'm a tired gal. I'm on my fourth Bro. coffee. And none of them have done anything. I'm still yawning. But I'm here I'm here for a good time. So that and now you ask the question why Pedro has the twelve shot. I'm sure he's the same. Where it's like I need to have yeah. that fucking Anyways, uh, I was going to say to you, because, uh, yeah, apart from you bringing me into story gaming, in terms of post-apocalyptic gaming, we're really disappointed by, I, yeah, we could talk about them, they're not going to DMCA me, the the day before. <laughs> oh, oh my god, I literally forgot what that was for a second. <laughs> yeah, I know, because it's a game that does not exist, because, um... uh... Yeah, do you want to give the rundown on that? Because I feel like you're far more invested. Yeah, far more invested. Yeah, you got the, the facts established. So, so so I feel like I'm showing a different side to my listeners here, apart from painting and being a gamer. I know you make fun of my games, and we'll, get, we'll, probably, we'll probably get into that. But anyways, um, I do like me a post-apocalyptic gaming, and there's this one game that I talk about producing a game, getting it hyped to be the most demanded game on Steam. And then completely falling flat on your face and not, not delivering. And there was no scam either. They didn't ask people for money, which was wild. I think which makes it more confusing for everyone. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like with gaming in the past, like, 10, maybe, no, 10 years actually. Because mm. it's just games have either been a huge success or an incredible flop. And I feel like being a huge flop or mediocre is typically what we've expected over the past few years. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, I mean, 2000s, you had, like, your fucking home runs with, like, Halo, Splinter Mm -hmm. Cell, like, all the fucking COD games, shit like that. You know what I mean? And now it's hard to have those top-tier bangers. 
And I feel like when a game comes along that has like an ounce of promise, we all get so excited because we're like, yeah. finally, there's something like a, there's a multiplayer game in particular that will want to play for more than two months, you know, and something that yeah. you can do with your friends and you can enjoy and you can always go back to. And it's a little bit spooky, scary. It'll be good content for, you know, content creators, etc. cetera. Um, but the game is just they're doing like a show and tell but not yeah. really bringing the item if that makes sense yeah <laughs> like I, I, like it, it would be like I, I guess it would be like a creator that like if you want to relate it to fashion i would imagine it would be someone showing sketches and then when the time came that you would basically throw this mismatched outfit together from everything that was not made in-house yeah i mean it's like going elsewhere and like saying like this isn't the t-shirt i made but like imagine it right imagine with this on it you know so i feel like that's a good example of what they're doing but basically they're i forget all the technical terms because i'm i'm not a tech person even though i play video games and i can build a pc i can't do anything else um <laughs> that's already better than me i can't but, build a pc for shit that shit scares the fuck out of it's, me it's really fun it's like adult legos slash you may oh. break something and then you're out of like 300 dollars. but you know it's cool like <laughs> <laughs> there goes your graphics card like oh shit uh, oh. yeah no i'm kidding but um no pcs are worth the investment though because then you just upgrade them over time and you don't need to keep buying you know or hoping you'll end up with a ps5 but anyways listen <laughs> Listen, okay, a person can fucking dream. And, yeah, so let's finish this talk because I have a question for you. Maybe that might be helpful to the listeners for what you do because we're on the gaming wave right now. Oh, um, well, I was just going to say, I mean, they're releasing, quote-unquote, gameplay, right? But it's literally just mm. running around with a character that's got a, like, overly accentuated butt for no reason. I think reason. it's a fine butt. I, th I think I think no, I know. I, I, wouldn't like, say, I wouldn't say there's no reason. I would say there's damn good. But they're doing life. that on purpose because they know <laughs> that a bunch of gamer bros are going to be staring at that instead of the actual like environment of the game, which all of the trucks and or parts of the buildings are just taken from like an open source. What's it called? I don't know. But like oh the um uh, fuck it's like an uh, it's like an unreal. Uh, uh, shit, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's like in Gmod uh, when you can take something from another game. For example, like, yeah. if you wanted to use a weapon from Halo, you can have the energy sword, but then also wear, like, the armor from, like, Doom, you know, or some shit like that. Yeah, you can edit it also. It's a good, like, foundation and almost, like, placeholder. Assets. It's assets. having assets. That's yeah. what it is, yeah. But yeah, anyway, just taking that from, like, an open source general one and not even really editing them, just, like, making a van, like, the same color, and they change it, and they're like... <laughs> I think there was one where it's like, um, instead of Costa Coffee, it was like Bosta Coffee. And I was like, dude, like. <laughs> instead of Pepsi, it was like Pepsi. I was like, nice. Very yeah, good. Yeah, it's like the same exact logo. <laughs> the truck is the exact same from like the open source asset or whatever. But yeah, so they didn't put any detail. There also was like two zombies that you saw from like, I think maybe eight or nine meters away. And they were just yeah. silhouettes. Because it was supposed to be, like, The Last of Us, but, like, an MMORPG. Yeah. That's what I think was the exciting part. And I think that's why I was, like, I wasn't surprised that you were into it, but I was into it. And mm -hmm. I was excited you were into it. Then we got disappointed together. And, um, yeah, no, shit sucks with the gaming industry as you described it. But my question for you, 
before we get into, I guess, maybe horror gaming and all that, if someone wanted to do it, like, okay, because you're on Twitch, I come on to your stream from time to time, and we get a little tipsy-wipsy, you know, uh-huh. pouring your, your whatever, you know, if you want to call it a double shot, I would say it Pedro Pascal's coffee version of a gin and tonic that you mix. <laughs> yeah, I... I during stream days I get a little spooked and but we're having I, fun. I do, we're having fun. I do take. Uh, I'm not a bartender, and I don't think I should ever be one. But I do have immense respect for all y'all bartenders out there because y'all make some tasty stuff. Me, I don't care about that. I pour half of the glass with gin, and then the other half, like maybe OJ, maybe. You know, a little something. I don't know, like a I, bubbly. I think, I, I think the reason why we don't pick up on it, it's not because we're alcoholics. We don't pick up on it because when we're playing these horror games together, I don't know about you, my adrenaline's up. Well, that's so why I, we have to yeah. do the big boy drinks. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny when I say that. Like, like because we have the adrenaline. <laughs> Any sort of, like, tipsiness just completely is removed. <laughs> but then the second we're done with the game, it's, like, fucking... Oh, yeah, when we log off, it's like, hey, bye. Hit by a goddamn train. <laughs> bye, everybody. And then I come back, and I'm trying to speak to my partner. Like, how was the game? I was like, I don't remember. Like, I don't, I don't remember what we did. I just remember there was a stupid fucking puzzle with fucking plates on a wall. <laughs> yeah. That was, was, fuck that game, sorry. Fuck, fuck that game. But I was going to ask you, for people who might be interested here, who are into gaming, how how hard and what would you say are the best steps in your experience to start a Twitch stream? Oh, well, don't. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, the only reason I say that, okay, no, I'm just a little bit, I'm a little bit salty towards Twitch right now, but I feel like a lot of creators are. And I mean, I don't even consider myself a creator on Twitch anymore because of the fact that like I rarely get to stream. I'm like kind of, it's like when your cousins come to town for like family reunions. That's like how I kind of stream, you know, where it's like, oh, so-and-so's having a sweet 16, so-and-so's having a bat mitzvah, so-and-so's getting married. Then everybody comes into town. You see everybody. Yeah. That's how I stream. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. When you come into town, it's it's a party. It, 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 it's it's a par- like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. But um, no, I mean, if you want to start streaming, I think you one hundred percent should. You should also check out like YouTube gaming. It's not as user friendly yet as Twitch, but you know why not? Um, but Twitch is great if you want to dive into gaming at all, and you know all you really need is you gotta download open broadcast software. Oh yeah, what is it? OBS anyway. OBS. Yeah, OBS. Um, it's the same shit that a lot of like new television like news channels use actually. Uh, so it's that I really... didn't know actually. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just some independent shit. No, no, no. There's like a few. I think they're like smaller like local TV, but they all use like obs a lot of them or they have like their own software but yeah that or um yeah you'll definitely need like a pc and if you can't do that there are ways to stream directly to twitch through your console now actually i think playstation is a working on something like that um or you can use a gaming laptop and then just like use a little elgato um capture card and you put your console into that and then you run your obs through your laptop and there you go um, or you can just sit and chat shit or do music or cooking or something else and you don't need half of that other stuff. So there you go. 
Well, yeah. that's very clear. Or, you know, it's kind of like when we talked about on uh, Back on Happy Little Holes. You could do a hot tub stream. <laughs> you still need to do a hot tub stream. I'll wear a bikini and hang around. There you go. <laughs> I mean, there you go. Like, why not? Which I feel and like I'll this s- summer we should do that. Yeah. Except that I'm not going to wear a bikini. It's only you. I'm going to be, bikini. like, in a turtleneck. No, you got to dress up like Tony Soprano doing a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the gabagool? Woke up this morning. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Uh, I can create my alias online instead of being because there's Amaranth. I will be Armaranth. So I'll confuse people with the hot tub stream and I'll get all the views. And then people will be like, what the fuck is this shit? And then maybe I'll get Amaranth's actual attention. And then we can get Twitch affiliate. (laughs) Twitch affiliate is super easy to get. Okay. Let, like, let's be honest here. I think you need a maximum of like, you need like 50 follows, an average of like five viewers. That's it? I think it's something like that. Yeah, affiliate's very easy. It used to be, but, I think, a little bit more difficult. I think they just made it easier because Twitch was like, oh, we want the 50 50 split. So even if like a person with three viewers gets like two subs, we still get some money. Uh, yeah, so greedy. would you then recommend to like after saying to someone to set up on Twitch, would you recommend then someone would take the affiliate program? Yeah, I think if you want to have like you know more stuff for your community, you should one hundred percent be an affiliate. But I think like if as a if you're a viewer and you really want to support a streamer or a content creator, no matter what they do on Twitch, you know, just directly tip them. They're going to get mm. all of the money unless it's like a PayPal situation. Then they'll lose maybe like two bucks or whatever. But, you know, it's much better than the 50-50 split. Because if you're giving someone $24 for a tier three sub, you're going to only be getting 12 You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're doing a, you know, tier one sub, which is four ninety nine, you're going to be getting, you know, two or whatever. So, mm. Yeah. Yeah, that reminds me of the days back on Patreon and all that shit, the cuts and all that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Pornhub has an Pornhub has to have some sort of affiliate program. Oh, I'm sure. There has to be. There has to be. That's one thing. Yeah, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get. Like, I know with Twitch, I wouldn't be allowed doing what I do on it, but I do want to figure out how to live stream on Pornhub to paint because then I know we'll stand out. Well, do you need to be an affiliate or something with them to be able to stream directly? I. Th- well, I'm already in the model program, which I feel is very similar to being on the Twitch affiliate. Mm-hmm. It's like you're verified and you're there. Like they acknowledge like, like okay, you're a real human being. You're on our platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, in terms of live stream, I don't know. Because I know the rules are very weak. Like once again, go listen to the uh, Happy Little Holes episode with Coco uh, about this. But um, yeah, I think the rules are quite strict on what you can do on the stream. Mm-hmm. Oh, for Twitch, you mean? For Twitch, but oh, also for, for anything. Oh, for Pornhub, anyth- too. I was I like, think mm. also for things, I think, I will, you know, they definitely do do more moderation. Like, if someone yeah. should, like, walk by, like, I think that can get you in shit, even if they're not naked. I think, like, uh, what else? Like, what was it that Chloe was telling us? Like, you're not allowed to have any form of technology showing your brand. You can't oh, have, yeah, that like, makes sense. books or, like, any type of, like, date. Thing. I don't know, like the newspaper can't be there, or something like that. It's very odd. I think it. I think it obviously weird. changes pla- platform to platform. But yeah, do live streams of penis painting. I think you'll be fine. <laughs> I think I'll be fine too. I think, I think a lot fine. of people are gonna get confused coming into the stream, being like, "What the fuck is this shit now?" But 
<laughs> I mean, hey, why not? Why not? But yeah, but with like Twitch, like the luck is that you guys still have credit card affiliates to it. Pornhub does not. Yeah, I mean, there it is lucky in some regard, and when you are mm. like a bigger streamer, like that is something that's definitely helpful. But in okay. regards to if you're going to be smaller, like it's not like a reliable source of income. It used to be for me, like I, mm. when I was streaming a lot, I got to, I it was great but because i can't stream as much anymore and then i disappear you know it's like all the progress i make kind of you lose a lot of people um Mm. because they're like oh i guess she's never coming back you know and it's like i'm actually gonna be back in two months i'm sorry (laughs) you know what i mean i'm just literally like working till i die right now (laughs) you're you're a human being you have to yeah we got bills to pay do you feel twitch Twitch, though in that regard is one of those types because i know with pornhub it's like there's like the more you put into it the more you're going to get out Yes. Or do you, yeah? Or do you feel like it's kind of like imbalanced or unfair in certain regards? Um, it depends because I think there's definitely an issue with the discovery, like, or the discoverability mm. side of things. Mm-hmm. Where in 2017, 2018, that was like, I think my favorite era of Twitch, even though there was a lot more trolling and like fucked up shit going on. Everybody, there was, it was much more like, it was just easier to find streamers as well as a viewer, but also more and more people would come by. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's very much focused on like the main big games, the main big streamers, and like and there's like I said, there's nothing wrong, you know, if your content is a little bit more like risque. But Twitch is always going to favor what makes them the most money and what brings them the most right. coverage. And there's right. like stuff on the platform now where it's just like literally for NFL, like having the football games or having um you know like just sports related content and it just feels like it's corporate you know what i mean it doesn't feel like a creator wait, you mean anymore. that you mean that like like when you're saying the nfl i had no idea so wait the nfl has their own channel now i don't know if they have their own channel but there's been a lot of times when on the front page they'll like be showing the super bowl you know what i mean and like you can watch the super uh, bowl okay. like on twitch right. i don't know if it's because I, I don't really care to watch it. But there's a lot of stuff as well. Like, during the World Cup, there'll be a lot of stuff, like, on the front page of Twitch, even though that's, like, not at all content that I'm looking for. Um, and because of that, I just, I don't really watch Twitch as much as I used to, either. Mm. So, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Uh, yeah, no, Twitch, like, because I think at one point, if I have the space, maybe I'd start a stream. But I would definitely do it on days that you're not doing stream, because I know, uh, we have mutual fans in common. Uh, <laughs> I mean, do not, do whatever you want. I'm just chilling. Like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna have. I'm not gonna have the anti Coco stream being like, yeah. Should we? We're just, playing God of War. <laughs> should we start internet beef? Maybe then after we can get all those like YouTube videos made about us being like, oh, no. beefing on Twitch. Oh shit, Pokimane weighs into the Coco Cabba fucking uh, <laughs> dilemma. Like we could have Hassan being like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh yeah. <laughs> if, if if Hassan notices us, that that means we made it, I guess. That no, means we I, made it. I don't want that. I <laughs> I don't want to be famous like that ever. I feel it's just nonstop fucking. Uh, it's just nonstop drama, and everyone keeps getting into more and more shit at that level. 
Yeah, I mean, that, why do you think I turned down some of those offers a couple years ago? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just did yeah. not want to fucking be involved in that shit. It's so toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be featured on H3H3 without my fucking knowing about it. Yeah. <laughs> what am I even up to? I don't even know what H3 does anymore. But yeah, I mean, anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, we are just talking about the the worlds of setting up uh, Twitch, so I think for the listeners, uh, yeah, do it. might be a good starting point. Yeah, do it. Definitely do it. do it. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Oh my god, I don't know. I mean, today was just like a little silly goose thrown together, you know? So, I mean, like, it's it's your pod. I'm, I'm, you shoot the shots and I'm, I'll respond, I guess. Okay, okay, <laughs> alright. Rapid all right. fire, okay. I don't know. Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you a gamer question. Oh, right. Okay, is there okay a type of game if you had to pick for the next, I guess, three years? Yeah. To play one game and one game exclusively. Oh. And I'm not gonna say like pick one that already exists, but I am gonna say you can pick one that already exists, but maybe if you can alter it in some sort of way that you feel would be the best version of that game, which one would it be? Um, I would take um, Mario Odyssey and make it a first-person zombie shooter. No, I'm kidding. Shut up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I actually hate platformers. <laughs> I can't. I can't anymore. I grew out of platformers. Um, I don't know. I mean, honestly, like, do, can it be a game where it's like online multiplayer and the campaign? It could. It could be that. Like, I know my answer to this question would definitely be Fallout 76 mm-hmm. if they actually fix the fucking bugs and LOL. put more story content, you know, with fucking Bethesda now focusing on Starfield. How many but I w- years has it been since they had to fix the bugs? Oh, it's been five. Oh. I mean, it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, sh- stop it. Stop it. Don't. Don't, don't, you fucking, <laughs> don't you fucking start so, with me. So you want to admit you suck? Listen, it's a fun game for me. It's a wholesome community. No, I, I highly promote it. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, I would take something like 76 or ideally, even what we talked about before, the la- the the, la- the day before, I keep wanting to say The Last of Us, but the day before, and if it actually was a fucking real game, I would want to play it. I think the day before would be sick if it was a real game. But we yeah. all know that it's just like a performance art piece currently. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be in the MoMA. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think this is stuff... I mean, what it really feels like is someone went to, like, Pratt or Cooper Union or RISD and is doing mm. a performance art piece, and they're nailing it. Some random... Yeah. It's some random student that's from, you know, Wisconsin, and he's just like, I'm going to fucking bamboozle everybody. I'm going to make a social experiment and make the most demanded video <laughs> game of our time. Yeah. And then not deliver. Not deliver, but also not not take a dime. Not so, take mean, a dime. It's from it's the impressive. <laughs> I know that's. I think that's just throwing everyone for the loop. Okay, yeah. so back to the question. So, what uh, game would it be for you? I think it would honestly be Halo Two, if it's like a real okay. game, because I already know I've put in so, or I guess Master Chief Collection, because all three games are in there, and it's like mm-hmm. multiplayer, because I know that. Or actually, no, there's more than three games in there. But yeah, anyway, the OG trilogy that like you know matters. Okay. Um, and I know because the amount of time I've put into Halo 2 is, like, fucking hours. Even though I fell out of love with it, and that whole Q 
humanity because of stuff, but I, I mean, yeah. I think of all the games I've ever played, probably Halo 2. And then also, I guess, Final Fantasy fourteen. Would always... you add anything to Halo 2? I just, like, miss the hype that it used to have. Like, nobody plays multiplayer anymore. And, I mean, I'm not asking for, you know, like, 12-year-olds screaming slurs at me again. But I'm, <laughs> you know, playing multiplayer. But <laughs> the hype of the fan base is, is missed. And I think Halo Infinite was a fucking letdown. But, I mean, that's a whole other rant for another day. But, yeah. And then, yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, where you get to play. I've been watching you stream that, where you play as the little goth uh, fucking cat girl. Yeah, she's yeah she's the cat dope. girl with it. You have the bow and arrow, right? You're yeah, I play as a bard. That's what's up. Okay, it's my okay, starter class. Me. I'm gonna do other ones, but you know, I'm just I'm starting with that one because I am a sprout. I'm a newbie, so <laughs> bear with me. Baby's first MMO. Just kidding. I tried WoW and I couldn't get into it, but. Yeah. Uh, so I played Star Wars. I played Star Wars: The Old Republic online. That's the one I got into. Hmm. Yeah, haven't played that one. But well, you know what? You know, this is what I enjoy about uh, me and you is that we do pitch <laughs> games at each other, and then we're just kind of like, okay. you know, it's a no because we're just like, cool, yeah, <laughs> right, sure. Like you'll be like, yo, Armando, you got fucking play like Genshin Impact or like this other thing. You're like, yep. Yeah, I right. haven't played Genshin yet. I'm always like, I'm going to download it, and then I look at it, and then I I'm like... I thought you have been playing it. Oh, no. no you've been playing Sekiro, or what is no. it? No. Sekiro I stopped playing for a while because uh, I'm a dumbass, and I was like, oh, let me pick this for my first Souls-type game when it's the second... <laughs> when it's just, like, the second or third hardest of every Soul game ever. So um, I just love to torture myself. I think that's my new discovered kink, is just Souls games and making me fucking miserable. You learn something uh, new. Yeah, that's, that's that's yeah, that's a good kink. That's a good kink. That's a good kink to have playing. I I mean I I don't want to get into Elden Ring. I I don't think I'm ready for it. I think I would just get so frustrated. You gotta start with an easier Souls game. Yeah, a hundred percent. Everyone was telling me they're like, you got balls to be doing this one, and I <laughs> I don't rage. Like I'm one of those people where if I do get mad, I'm like a very scary individual. Apparently, I don't know. I've never been on the other side of it. But um, this game, <laughs> but usually I'm like just strangely quiet and chill and I'm just like, fuck it. Or, you know, I just like don't, I choose to just be like, whatever. But this game, I almost broke a controller. Really? I almost did. I almost did. Did you throw it? Is it because you want to throw it or is it because you like, you actually like almost cracked it in your hands? being like? No, I like, I had it in my hand and I just like slammed the table with it in my hand, like forgetting. And I just like. <laughs> Yeah, it was so frustrating. I was like, I think the health bar was so low. I mean, it was like unbelievably low and I died a really stupid death from like also like a full health moment after healing and I just like lost my mind. I was like, no. And I think this was also like we did six streams on this one boss and I just said, fuck it. Like, absolutely not. <laughs> I just, I, oh, I, I told everyone, I was like, we're not, I uninstalled the game right after <laughs> I think it was like Tajal was like with me and he was like, oh, yikes. He was like, ah, yeah, I've been here for six hours. I can't fucking deal with this anymore. Like, <laughs> You mean six, six streams? Sorry. Six streams. So, um, yeah, yeah, averaging. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was but, fucked up. But, I mean, I prefer God of War. Honestly, that's a game. I know we didn't talk about it this episode. We were focused on Last of Us, but Dad of Boy. Dad all of the way. Boy. Love them. Dad of boy. If you're if you're a gamer and I, I think what's like I think what's intimidating nowadays with gaming culture, um, 
I don't know. Like, don't get into the whole Call of Duty stuff. Don't. I really just don't. Like, get into really good games. Like, do Last <laughs> of Us. You know, not not get into good games, okay? <laughs> get into good games, yeah. Armando Cab, a fucking spokesman at IGN. Get into good games. As you play, games sorry, with- no. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Oops. No, but I mean, like, I, in terms of like, cause yeah, you're the one who introduced me to story-driven games like Last of Us mm-hmm. and also Dad of Boy. God of War is honestly two favorite games. Dad of Boy is stellar. Um, I haven't played the OG God of Wars, but I know I need to. But They're very different. Yeah. They're very different. I think it's more, I don't know, I guess that's being grown up. I like the emotional bucket. I like, these are the two games that I've cried at. I know I've cried at these two games. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think also if you're new to gaming and you're like intimidated by it, yeah, just stick to like story-based stuff. And also like... Mm-hmm. If you don't want to spend a fuck ton of money on things and, like, you don't have, you know, a PC, uh, Nintendo Switch has a lot of great indie games. Mm, and I don't yeah. mean Animal Crossing. Hey. I hey. tried playing your Animal... I would try... Was it you? Yes. On vacation that yes. I was playing your Animal Crossing? And yes. then, like, you are like, yeah, you can play it. And then after you were kind of looking at me being like, why, why aren't you, like, farming the fossils? Like, why aren't you... Why, like, I was like, I'm not fucking, like working for you now like no, i just I, want to try it i think you were just like throwing some of my crops like away like i don't know you were doing something with the crops i think you were just eating no you were like eating all of them and i was like bro like sell them like what are you doing why are you eating them yo so you can to, you lift know, the tree up like okay yeah so i could get these gains i could get thick you know and then fucking <laughs> mr nook being like damn i got issues with animal crossing though that shit is so grindy it's more grindy than any mmo ever um and that is true <laughs> that is true this is the most it's like the most adorable grindy game i think in and existence. tom nook's kind of a dick Yo, Tom Nook is just, you know, as bad as Elon Musk. I mean, he's just, like, one slur away from that and one bad, like, you know, screw that. I mean, I just, come on. We're, all, we're always in debt, you know what I mean? And I, we, do, <laughs> we do so much for the community. We're building shit. Like, single-handedly, by the way. We're building shit. Yeah. We're farming stuff. And I think, yeah, we get the bells, right? But also, our all of our income's got to go back to Mr. Tom Nook. And we got to pay for the bridges. I mean, it's... It's, 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 it's the, it's an allegory for what it's like to be a millennial. Yeah. Too real. We'll never own that house. Too real. <laughs> never own that goddamn house that Tom Nook gives us. <laughs> but I will say, some of that shit is cute. I wish there was a game that was just about collecting bugs and fish, because my little completionist brain, I'm like, yo, I gotta get every fucking isn't fish. That, isn't every that, isn't that just like, isn't that like every fishing simulator game? Maybe, but I feel like you gotta give me a little more than just going fishing every game. You know, like I mean, it's... Uh, that's why they should probably, you know, speaking of ideal games, maybe there should be the competition for farm simulator and pro fisherman simulator, where you have to ride the farm fucking farm equipment to get to the fishing and like grow crops to make bait for it. Yeah, no, go. that's a thinker. Um... <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think like if there's just any game that's made by Nintendo, they just put fishing in it. So we just need I, Nintendo to true. take that on seems some, to be the... some more first-person shooter games so we can also fish. 
now that I'm thinking about it, they honestly, I think that's their move now. As like, of late, yeah. That's the move. Like, I think if Doom Eternal came out on the Switch, there'd be, like, fish in, like, the lava pits of hell. Like, I'm sure there, that would be there. Well, I mean, I think it's... It's, I think Doom is on the Switch. One of them is. I think it's 2016 or something. But yeah, I mean, if it's like published by Nintendo, then yeah, we have to have fishing there has in to it. Be fishing. I mean, yeah, I'm surprised. Like, I think if they added fishing to Forspoken, then it actually would have, you know, been a good game. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Then no, nothing could save that game, unfortunately. Nothing can fucking save that no. game. Honestly, fuck that game. Well, I think Yikes. we'll wrap it up for oh. this episode. Is there anything you want to promote? Um, <laughs> Very so I good. have this sensational. Like, <laughs> so I have this like gap in the back of my mouth, right? And it's where the chicken gets. <laughs> <laughs> um, I literally thought you were gonna say you have a gap in your resume that you want to fill. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I actually do, but that, I mean, I'm actually good on work right now, surprisingly. Um, okay, what do I want to plug? I guess I could plug, like, I do sometimes stream on Twitch. It's, like, very low-key. I'm not going to be the most entertaining person. I just fuck around and find out kind of situation. And, yeah, sometimes we talk about deep shit. Sometimes we're absolute buffoons. And, you know, that's yes. really it. Sometimes yes. I get fucking wasted and this guy joins me. Um, yeah. I mean, it sounds... It, it, does anyone really use Instagram anymore? I guess I have an Instagram. I do some Polaroids while I'm working if you want to see some, like, you know, fashion stuff. Well, um, that fashion stuff is sick. So, what is your Instagram? What oh, is your handle? oh, give us the handle. Oh shit! Sorry, I'm not like good at this content creator shit. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Like and subscribe. Uh, Ring that bell. <laughs> Watchmojo.com. Uh. <laughs> Top ten facts about why the megalodon is still alive. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, so my Instagram, right, circling back, ADHD, um, is at Coco with K's, right, K-O-K-O dot D-A-M, but two A's at the end, Dama, because my last account got taken it down because it got zucked, yeah, because of a little nip-nop situation, and whoever reported Was it because of nipples? I think it was a combo of things because I was, like, also I had my instagram on like multiple computers and i think it may have thought that like people were i don't know i it may have just i don't know it really just said like inappropriate content well fuck them but i also used to post like a lot more wild shit so i mean maybe that was like my last strike before i moved out here so perhaps okay so at coco dama it's Coco dot Dama. Coco dot Dama with two A's. K O K O dot D A M A A. If you really and for want, your, yeah. they want to. They will. You also don't need to. I'm not really one of those. No, you do. Okay. No, no, no. I end every episode here. You have to. You have to go fucking okay. follow and like everything. Okay. Drop the Twitch. Okay. Drop the Twitch. Okay. And then so the Twitch is. Coco, K-O-K-O, underscore, Dama, D-A-M-A. So, there you go. And you go follow. If you, you want. You go follow. You are, your, you, get any, you are your own no. person. No, no, no. This is the dictatorship okay. on World Up. <laughs> you will go follow. You will get notifications. And you will be on chat. 
There you go. You can join our Discord where we do movie nights and just shit post. So whatever. Oh uh, yeah, the Discord is fun. I do like I do like your Discord. It is been it's been Dynamo. dead a little bit because I haven't been keeping up with it. But we'll we'll circle back. We'll circle back. We'll circle back to that. We'll so if you back. want to follow me on all my bullshit, it's at Armando Cabo. Joy Painting still going strong on Pornhub. I will be back on your stream at some point for the Himbo Horror Nights. Mm -hmm. We're going to be playing Outlast 2 featuring the uh, Paul Brothers. It's going to be great. Sponsored by Prime that? Energy Drink. Why didn't we talk about that? Oh, shit. We'll do a comeback episode of that. Okay. It's Prime Energy Drink's going to sponsor us. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. Wait, what's Prime Energy Drink? It's uh, Logan Paul's and like KS is it KSI? No. Jitta Test. <laughs> yeah, the two of them. They made this like this is a whole nother thing we could spin off into. But oh, basically, God. energy drink. The kitties want it. It's fucking. Uh, anyways, but yeah, give uh, Oil the Podcast five stars and a follow wherever you're listening to us. Follow it on the uh, Instagram at Oil the Podcast. And uh, thank you for coming and having this little roundabout chat with about gamer stuff. This is the gamer episode. Anytime, you know, I was just just hanging out. Well, now we got to hang out together. I know, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. it was just hanging out. It was chill as hell. Thanks for having me. Chill as fuck. I think welcome. this is the yeah. second time you've had me on a pod, so. Yeah, second, and there's going to be a third, and then we'll talk about, we'll do, yeah, we'll do it before Last of Us Season 2 starts. What? Okay, I mean, we'll I get into another combo, but I, I wonder know. when that is. <laughs> I, yeah, same. I think, I think we have to wait a year and a half. Boo! I want it now. But... <laughs> But Pedro Pascal is forever. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye.